0: The fucking intro.
1: This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 190. Looking forward to more great music, more of the holiday season, more metal. You know, all of those things. (laughs)
0: Yes, and thank you for all those listeners who have heard and listened to all 190 episodes. Well, all 189. And now you're listening to 190, so that kind of makes sense.
1: (laughs) Congratulations to you, and congratulations and thank you to anybody else who has joined somewhere along the way. I will say that at the beginning, Chris and I were probably terrible, but we always played great music. So it's always worth going back and checking out. The music uh let's get into this episode though bunch of great new stuff as always kind of seems like a drought of music coming up but that's all right maybe it'll keep this list a little bit smaller i'm going to start on december 5th for the deathcore compilation brutality awaits which is on goldmine records that came out on the fifth like i said on the seventh twisted thing re- uh, released sacred yeah sacred cement I don't know why I'm thinking it's a tongue twister. It's not. It's easy to say. Sacred Cement, but I thought I was saying it wrong. Sacred Cement EP. On the 9th, Reaching Out put out NJHC EP. Death Ridge Boys put out Boots on the Streets on the 10th. Less Than Jake put out Silver Linings on the 11th. Now, a lot of these are going to be on the 11th. So until I tell you when the date is, just know all of this stuff came out on the 11th. Kong Kong released The Evils of Kong EP. Dead End Tragedy. Anti-Life, anti use what they released. Just so you know, that Kong Kong is available digitally, but they had a delay on their vinyl. They're in Sweden, so be on the lookout for that. Vinyl's not quite out, but you can definitely get a hold of and listen to the digital versions. Back to the list, Dead End Tragedy. I said that one already. The Slime. Uh, I forgot to look that up to see what the name of the release was. They had a track, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Be on the lookout for it because it came out on the 11th. The Decline and Sick Waiting, they did a split. JARS released something in Russian with the number three. <laughs> there's there's four letters, but, man, one of them looks like a weird A. The others, the, the two last letters look like a P and a C. The one in the middle, man, looks like a spider. I don't know what to tell you that that letter's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. I could get help from Google, but just go look it out. JARS is awesome. I'm going to be playing them on the next uh, episode, episode, I want to say it's 58 over on Punkin' Eye Worldwide. Going to be playing three episodes of Russian bands, and that will be the first one. It'll have a track from the new Jars release on it. Next, Lamanta They released Where Be Your Nutcracker. Uh, Pirates Press had a couple compilation releases. Oi, 40 Years Untamed, and Oi, This is Street Punk 2020. Both great. Talked about those in depth on the last episode and did a very in-depth, complete episode of those compilations and another one that Pirates Press released back in November over on Punk United Worldwide, so if you're interested, go check it out. On the Job released a new single, Secret War. It's going to be coming out on Small Town Stories, which should be out next month, but they originally, I think, were going to have their release out in the fall and have had to push it back, but another single is out, Secret War. Mismiths they released "Corn Fiend" single over on Bat K Records. Forest Gump released "Nomas Iglesia" and "El Skate," which is a single. Life's Question released "A Tale of Sudden Love and Unforgettable Heartbreak." That's an EP over on Triple B Records. Under the Kosh released "This Is Our England" single. I think it has two tracks though, even though it's a single. Fights and Fires released Pocket Full of Flowers single. I think their release comes out either next month or February, but they did release a single that came out on the 11th. And then, oh, nope, that was it for the 11th. On the 12th, Jeffrey Thunders and the Scabs released Burning Bridges, the singles collection 2020. That's a compilation of a shit ton of singles they released throughout 2020, all on one release. Italian Blood just released their new uh, Christmas single, and that Christmas single. Hold on one second. I I put the title of that in a different spot. Here we go. Italian blood. A very merry Italian Christmas. Imagine that. And they what they did is take a bunch of traditional Christmas tunes and uh, made them very Italian. Very very much for the Guido and everybody that appreciates that culture. <laughs> on the 15th, Bite Me Bambi, they released Hurry Up and Wait, which was a compilation of all singles they had released up to that point, plus one new track. I think there's like six tracks on that EP. On the 16th, the Bad Ups released Mercy single Spine. On the 18th, we'll be releasing Love, L-O-V. Harjan will be releasing the self-titled Harjan H-A-R-I-J-A-N, in case I'm mispronouncing that, on the 18th. Hummer will be releasing How Did I Get Here?, Ultrasect will be releasing a split with Vis Vere or Vis Vires, however you say that. They're from LA, I believe, or at least California. I think they're from LA area. Great band, two great bands right there. That's what's coming out on the 18th. On the 19th, Bre- Breck Rates is releasing Schwarze Schwarze's Gold. And then on the 21st, Coti Tuhoa is releasing a self-titled there. Eric, what are you looking forward to on that list?
0: On that list, one I'm looking forward to listening to is the uh, unpronounceable Russian album from Jars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> unpronounceable by me, but if you can tell what the yeah. the spider and the the strange looking a are supposed to be, you can probably pronounce it just yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, for all you uh, people who understand uh, Russian uh, Russian words and the language itself, you probably do better than either of us because I'm not familiar with the language too much. Uh, right, <laughs> but yeah. I'm, Looking forward to listening to that. Also, off of this uh list, um probably because I think it came out a little earlier. No, it didn't. I'm looking at the release date now. It's uh album from the band Bad Nerves. And they just released a self-titled uh just earlier this earlier this uh well not this month, but the last month. Earlier this year, pretty much. On <laughs> <laughs> November 20th, anyway. So yeah, it was a. Uh, so, yeah, I've been listening to that quite a bit, and it's pretty fun, you know, kind of uh, stuff on the danceable uh, post-punk spectrum, but it's a it's a good album. I like it a lot. And also on the metal spectrum, I'm uh, looking forward to uh, an album coming out by one of the bands I put in this list for metal pick, a band called Frozen Soul. They have one EP out and are subjected to have an album come out uh, some point next year either next month or february but
1: i think it was january i when i was looking that up i saw january 8th crypt of ice is what it's called it's supposed to come out
0: Mm -hmm. yep that's what that is what it is and also one that came out came out earlier this year from also slipping back to russia is a band from moscow called skaz or skaz i i don't know (laughs) but (laughs) But their music is good. If you're into more psychedelic, doomy stuff, that's, that is up your alley. So I know I'm kind of going off the grid here, but I just love metal. What do you want from me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like music from Russia anyway, like I said, three full episodes, I believe 58, 59, and 60, are all going to be full of uh, Russian music. They'll be playing between those three episodes 55 different bands from Russia. And so that's pretty much this weekend, Christmas weekend, and New Year's weekend. Those will be coming out. Should be on those weekends unless something comes up. But if you're into Russian music, go check it out. And in case you were curious, it translates to J-R-S. Those what appears to be four letters. Uh, Google Translate is telling me it is Bulgarian and translates to J-R-S. But it doesn't have a pronunciation for me, so I can't try to pronounce it for you. But the band is JARS, J-A-R-S, and from Bulgarian, J-A-R-S. So maybe there's something lost there, according to Google Translate. Anyway, that is, it's number three. They had two previous releases, so it's probably just self-titled, but in Russian. So get out there, check that one out. A lot of great stuff on the list. Eric, let's get into some new music on this show. Without further ado, what do you
0: have? Well, I have another... Another artist who I am anticipating their release in January. And I played him on the show before. You've heard me ogle about him a little bit, so prepare for some more ogling. This is Amigo the Devil. Right. The uh yeah, the uh one man band. I'm sure he has others uh helping, but he is the uh the face, the entity which uh produces all of this uh great music, which is just uh demonic, somewhat angsty. And uh, and definitely poppy, folky, punk music, but has a has such an appeal to punks and metalheads alike. And and again, I think it's just the grim, uh, the grim cohesion of each of the songs. It's kind of like the same way how both punks and metalheads uh, adhere to Johnny Cash music, right? Yeah, everyone loves Johnny Cash, and now I think Amigo the Devil exists somewhat in that same vein. Who knows? Maybe he will be as revered. Who knows what the future tells? I think he should be. <laughs> that being said, he's got an album coming out in, in January. Or not January. February. Goddamn, damn. <laughs> <laughs> the days are melting together now. You know, what can I say? COVID? Right. <laughs> so yeah, he's teasing a new album that's coming out called Born Against, and he did so by releasing a single called Another Man's Grave. And Yep, it is dark. It is poetic, and it has a lot of a, uh, uh, a lot of inward thinking moments. And you know, you look at a lot of the uh, great punk rock bands who have released the music, and a lot of music exist on that same spectrum, just in kind of a different delivery. But Amiga the Devil, he has a, uh, he has such an attitude behind him, and just such a, I don't, just such a feeling. That that relates to his music and its presentation. That I'm not surprised that a lot of uh, punks and hardcore kids love his stuff. So I'm hoping that the rest of the album sounds just as good as this song, "Another Man's Grave." But let's give it a listen. Let's see what we what we can tell by looking into the future.
1: Let's do it.
2: It's a quarter to two, and the bars are all closing. Nobody looks how they think. The guy in the corner with spit in his beard, wearing more than he drank of his drink. The dancers are shaking like ants, desperate to find a last-minute queen, while the rest of us are all headed home to try finding comfort in dreams. This isn't life, I know that I chose it, but I can't stand waking up, and nobody knows it, I'll never find the strength to change what I need, is this who I'll always be? I open my eyes and the room is still spinning I joke about buying a vow. The funniest part of this feeling Is knowing the answer but nothing comes out So I'm shaking around like I'm hanging from something I know is about to break Like I'm biting the gun but the safety is on I threw up the pills I ate the notes are all scribbled in pencil, without really knowing what I'm trying to write. Something like, God damn, the man who said everything's gonna be fine. But life is a lot like a sewer. We get out of it what we put in. And that's when doubt kicks in. Maybe I just don't have it inside me Maybe there's too much I couldn't face I just wanted someone to come down from heaven and explain This cold and fucked up place But I'll just keep trying to hide it Until there's nothing left to save. In the end, I know I'm gonna die Buried in another man's grave.
1: Amigo, the devil, looking forward to the rest of that. That's pretty good. Like I said, I definitely agree with you on those lines of Johnny Cash, if you like. Johnny yeah. Cash, I, I think you're gonna like Amigo the Devil.
0: Absolutely, I think I think he's a, he is a folk talent, unlike I uh, like what many of us are used to. I feel like he's uh, crossing a lot of spectrums with his stuff, uh, but yeah, much in the same way as like a Andrew Jackson Jihad or Frank Turner or uh, or any other renowned acoustic punk artist. You know, he's a He's going about it in the same way as like a, a bands like Converge or Integrity went about hardcore music. Just like bringing in all these occultish and uh, grim and dark gothic spectrums to the bunch. Right. Yeah. But, so that's what I believe he's doing. But he's doing it in, a, in an acoustic sense. Well, with an acoustic guitar and a banjo, even.
1: <laughs> well, it's good stuff. Next, we're going to play, we got a couple bands more of n- new tracks here. Uh, we're going to play the band Illicit Nature. They're from just north of us, Eric. They're from Boise, Idaho. Yeah. They just had their first release, and it came out on Shenanigan Records uh, October 30th of 2020. So new stuff. And uh, Shenanigan Records is Uh, a label based out of there, too, and they just had their first releases, their two first releases, same day. Nude Oil was the other band. I played it over on New Song 17 back in mid-November over on Punkanoy Worldwide if you want to check out the other Shenanigan Records release. And then we're going to play one here on this episode. So a couple cool bands coming out of Boise. And on this episode, we're going to check out Illicit Nature. Their release was Slugger. And let's get into and check out Quantum Leap from that release. at Nature, looking forward to hopefully get to see them. They're not far from here, so if they play some shows when those come back around again, hopefully we get to check them out.
0: Yeah, like a Bonnie and Clydesdale, is that what he was saying? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like Bonnie, I think he's saying like Bonnie and Clyde, like Bonnie and Clyde.
0: I, I will say like I was getting messed up in the chorus there. It sounded like he was saying like a body and blood, which yeah, still sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, it, it's a it's a quantum leap, nonetheless. So quantum leap, that was the track. And it's cool stuff. If you like that one, you're going to like the rest. So get out there and check out Slugger. Go check out Nude Oil as well. Go support that, that new label, Shenanigan Records. And if you're anywhere near us, you might get to see them. Boise, Idaho, you might get to check them out. Maybe they'll do some more touring on top of that. And maybe more of you will get to check them out. Make Let's play so. one more new one. This new one here is going to be a little bit different. The band is... Uh, Mafia Lompia They are from Gresik, Jawa Timur In Indonesia I played a bunch of bands From Indonesia uh, Punk Worldwide It's been over a month It was probably like End of October Beginning of November One of those episodes And I played this band But they They had their third single So they they started as a band in 2017 Their third single They just released Right back around that time Around uh, Like early November Maybe late October And they came out with the third single. We're gonna play it here. It's Tridharma. I say goodbye. So Tridharma is a stadium there in their city of Gresik, and that is so, you know a point of pride for them and other people there. So in that stadium, uh, there's you know history there for for football fans, right? And if right. you're a football fan outside of the United States, if you're in the United States, we call it soccer. But everywhere else in the world, it's called football. And it's much larger outside yeah. of this country than inside of this country. So, you know, equate what your large sports gatherings are in the United States, and that's what you get with football outside. So uh, they have their stories and, and, and such associated with that stadium and – they don't necessarily hate their new stadium because they have a new stadium that was built, but this song goes out to their old stadium and their old memories that go along with it. And on this particular track, they—it it is a live recording to a mobile phone that we have a copy of that we're going to listen to here. And the band didn't make enough money to record it on a label, but it's pure do-it-yourself because they think that punks do it themselves, and they are right. And I wanted to play it here. We're gonna check it out, and I, I hope you know fans of the band you know set up GoFundMe pages and stuff like that. You know, I don't know what it would, would cost, but you know, help out with those type of things. Go support in any way you can, and they will be able to record this and or other tracks in the future. Here is Tridharma. I say goodbye from the band Mafia Lompia. To that stadium and goodbye to those memories but they will still have those memories so I hope you enjoyed that one again that was recorded in the studio they have but directly to a mobile phone so uh, I think that turned out quite well you can tell that those guys can play their instruments they put together a cool song and the concept of the song is great I really enjoyed it Get out there and support the Bad Mafia Lompia from Indonesia, and support the soccer team or the football team, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, Eric. Gotta support. Gotta support bands that are releasing music that has absolutely no frills. Like this, about as bare to the bone as you get.
1: Right. That is truly what you call DIY. They did that themselves, indeed, and it turned out great. I hope you enjoyed it. Support Mafia Olympia and let's get into some older, lesser-known tracks. What'd you pick for this show?
0: Well, I picked, uh, you know, we started off in Texas, and we uh, went up to uh, somewhere closer to home, which was Boise. Then we jumped to the other side of the globe just now. Yes. And then we're jumping back over. We're coming, to <clears throat> coming back to Denver, Colorado, where uh, a lot of great bands exist. I played a lot of stuff from Denver on this show because – I don't know. They got good music coming out from there. Sue me. The uh...
1: well, Denver and Boise, and I would venture to say even Las Vegas, those are like our, our neighbors. You know, here that that's yeah. basically it's almost local for us. Even though they're six to seven hour drives, and I'm sure in Europe you can go for you know, past two countries in that that short period of time. But here out in the Midwest where we are, uh, that is that is that's close. Yeah, well,
0: not exactly Midwest, Central Mountain West, but uh, Midwest kind of exists on that same plane. It's not like on East Coast where uh, uh, New York and Boston and D.C., they all kind of bled together into one whole pack that was always fighting all the time. But, you know, they they only have like an hour drive to get up to a new state. Us, we are like, uh, we're like our own little sequestered city. And then we, yeah, and every other uh, sequestered scene is uh, eight hours away. But yeah, <laughs> like you said, we do keep in touch. We do kind of keep a uh, hovel around here. And uh, and yeah, we may have to travel more miles if we want to go play in Denver or Boise or if we're adventurous, Phoenix.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, yes.
0: Yeah, and that counts as like a whole tour. I've done it. But <laughs> that being as it, as it may, The band that I chose from Denver, Colorado is a uh, is a hardcore band called the Lonely Bones. And they've been uh, they've been together for most of this past decade. I believe they started back in like 2014, 2013, somewhere around there and had a couple of releases. Their first EP, well, their demo, also known as Blind, came out in 2014. And that was the Excuse me, that was my introduction to them, and I just gripped to that EP like uh we'll say a monkey holding a banana.
1: We'll say that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause it was good. It was there was a lot of great little groovy and thrashy bits in there and just some very intense hardcore growls and just and then moments where uh where the singer kind of demotes himself back to a Going from like a Chuck Schuldiner type of growly vocals into like a, uh, I'm skimping on his name, but the singer of Testament. Okay. You know, where he's got that like, yeah, type of voice.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, no auto-tune, no like uh, echoey vocals or anything. It's just straight yelling with no added effects on there. And that's what Lonely Bones is. Best, ap- best song I chose, the best song I think represents that style is the song Low Places. It's equal parts metal, equal parts hardcore, and has a bit of everything in there. So let's listen. Let's see what you guys think. good stuff <laughs> yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun stuff in there uh haven't really attached myself as aggressively to their uh <clears throat> uh to other releases that they did one of which came out uh pretty recently it was uh yeah back in 2018 they had a they had a promo called spring 18 and but that's all that they've uh that's all they've released okay. pretty much except for uh Oh wait, sorry. One more. There's one more. It's another EP, "Dominance and Patronage." But I haven't given those as aggressively a listen as their initial release, because I think that sounds—it sounds like them at their peak, in my opinion.
1: Nice. Well, let's keep. Maybe I'll give
0: those another listen, and you should give them another listen. You know, give them somewhat, give them a lot of support.
1: Absolutely. Well, let's keep that heavy sound train rolling at least for one more track, and we're gonna hop over to a different side of the world for this. We're going over to uh, Eric's heritage neck of the woods, right, Eric? Yes, I don't indeed. know if it's specifically Bologna, Italy, but it's Italy nonetheless.
0: Yeah, well, it is. Uh, Bologna is in uh, northern Italy, and my family does uh, is from Milan, so that's kind of. Uh, somewhat next door, you know? So it's within the Northern part of the country, which is a lot different from the Southern part. (laughs) I like
1: here. Well, the, this band right here is milk snake. Go check out the real eye of God. It's cool. It's like a three eyed Mickey mouse on a bear's body kind of looking thing on on the album cover there. It's pretty cool. They just released this year, uh, June 13th of 2020 and after 10 years and after covid they're they're finally putting out their album here and i want to thank wow. harry the drummer of the band for sharing the music with us hopefully i said that right i don't know if it's harry or Hari. it's h-a-r-i you got any insight it's on
0: it's harry th- uh harry
1: okay well i want to yeah. thank uh him and the band for reaching out and sharing the music with us uh get a chance to check it out here on the show get out there and check out the rest there are uh i think there's eight tracks total on the real eye of god we're going to listen to the track called uh Calevra. Kel- i don't know Calevra, what do you think eric my i'm not saying that specifically see. italian but <laughs>
0: uh, Calevra. okay that's a. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a rough English uh, translation. So yeah.
1: Okay. Well, let's do that. Here's the band Milk Snake. snake calevra or something like that <laughs> <laughs> cool track there uh, again they're from bologna in italy it came out about six months ago almost exactly six months ago help them spread that's the good. word go to the bandcamp page and check out the real eye of god cool band there from italy eric what you think
0: ah you piace
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you piace molto that's uh Basically, I said I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> it's uh, excellent. Yeah, I love the I love those grindy vocals on there, and I love that kind of a uh, fuzzy guitar in the background. I thought it was gonna start off a bit more uh, a pop. I, I thought it was gonna continue the way it started off on this bit of a poppy approach on there, but no, it just kind of translated into that gruff, grimy kind of street punk sound. Right. So yeah. So yeah, but skimping on their name here, but yeah. milk snake, milk snake, milk la voix musicale.
1: <laughs> yes, two thumbs up here. Eric, yeah. let's do some holiday music because we're going to do that for at least this show and two more. What'd you pick yeah. for us on this one?
0: Well, I picked another uh, kind of a seminal uh, punk rock holiday song that honestly quite has hasn't quite got up to the uh, to the ranks of Oi to the World. <laughs> but still a good track, nonetheless. <laughs> not much. Definitely not much. Or Fuck Christmas by Fear, <laughs> which we played last year.
1: But, yes.
0: but again, this is more of a holiday track from none other than No Effects. And this came out from the 2012 album, the self-entitled album, which in and of itself is pretty good. So, yeah, it's not bad. But that's the thing with No Effects. They kind of are the... Kinda like uh, taking the A C D C approach, in which every album they release is basically the same album, just a different song. <laughs> 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 and uh yeah, I don't meet that as an insult at all. I'm a huge AC DC head, first favorite band, as far long as far back as I can remember. But but yeah, you guys get what I'm saying, you know. You listen to one song on a No Effects album, it sounds like it could be placed on any one of them.
1: Right. I, get that. I
0: don't know why I don't know why I said that or why it went <laughs> in that direction. But yeah, the song Xmas has been X'd. That's the one. That's the one we're talking about here. And it's a funny track, you know. It is.
1: They yeah, are full of, of funny tracks and sometimes funny with thought provoking.
0: Yep. And this is one of the latter, you know. It is funny, but it does have that uh parody approach to it in which it says uh, just going on like the over overhypedness of of Christmas as well as its uh, uh, adjacent holidays like like Hanukkah and whatnot in which people are kind of forgetting the uh, spiritual approach as to what the holiday actually means and are getting caught up in the commercial aspect of it, you know. <laughs> the Black Friday aspect look. of it? Oh, the Black Friday aspect. <laughs> That's just the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big tip. Yes. <laughs> But yeah, the overmarket, overmarketing. The uh, everyone's just like so hell bent on finding gifts for everybody. You know, gifts for your work, the your workspace, and uh, sending cards out to people you probably never even met. That's uh, a yeah, that that's kind of what they're going on here, saying yeah, Christmas is uh, not Christmas anymore. Xmas has been next. Pretty, yes. Yeah, pretty funny song title and a pretty funny song with a pretty. Indicative message because a lot of people do feel that way. I feel that way at times too. I hate the overmarketness I hate the overhypeness I get it. You have holiday spirit, but you want to actually practice that a little more than by displaying how many lights you have on your house.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being a bit gruff and buff here. So uh, before I before I take it a step further, why not we let No Effects take it even further? Your Zexmas has been next. <laughs> we
3: christmas because it's your last no shopping sprees no worries no more presents we don't need price. under dead trees we got eight nights saint nick is dead we got this but we don't grieve we, we celebrate the last christmas eve xmas
1: has been X'd, everybody
0: yeah <laughs> they divided into two uh being that uh both Eric Melvin and uh Fat Mike are of Jewish descent pretty much. They're they're not practicing uh Judaism anymore, but you know, they grew up in that culture. Okay. So, so yeah, the first half is talking about the uh the Christ aspect of Christmas, you know, the birth of and whatever. And the last one is about how uh how Hanukkah is also kind of getting overridden as well. <laughs> so yeah, it's going into a lot of the uh it's really uh, saying, yeah, we haven't over marketed with all this, uh, all these material goods that we give and we uh, and we accept or whatever. But the religious aspect is kind of a, uh, it's kind of l- slanted as well. So I <laughs> point out all this other, other stuff. You know, Methodists and Baptists are become are claiming Buddhists. Evangelicals are surprisingly nudist. <laughs> And also Easter's canceled too They just threw that in there. <laughs>
1: Why not? We're on a roll
0: Yeah So yeah, there's a, there's a bit of a snarky uh, Overly yeah, Somewhat overly Analyzed version of uh, Of Christmas and the Hypocrisies Within Excellent but We'll save that for another entire podcast I guess
1: <laughs> Well, that was a California band. Let's do some great cover-to-cover albums. And we both have California bands. You're up first. What do you got?
0: Oh, another California band. Making sure the room is clear. Because last episode, I mentioned that this was part of a the podcast Christmas gift to uh, my girlfriend. Right. And last week, we played The Descendants. And I told her to listen to the episode. She did. She loved it. But now she, I hope the love of god she appreciates this one more if she hasn't guessed it already but it's a uh, let's see it's important to me but it's also important to her as in this was one of the albums that really got me obsessed with one of my now favorite bands bad religion and the album itself is called empire strikes first i've been listening to bad religion since i was since before i got into high school and I listened to, the, like, the compilation albums, you know, a song here or there, some stuff from No Control and Against the Grain and whatnot. But Empire Strikes First was the first album that I bought by them and just latched onto, and I could not stop listening to it. I think I listened to that album the most in in my entire career as a high school student.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, yeah, when I first started seeing uh, my girlfriend – I was showing her some of the, I know that she had somewhat of an interest in a few punk rock bands. And I was like, oh, perfect. I will uh, show you this band and this band and this band. And Bad Religion, of course, was one of them. And now they become one of her favorite artists as well. That's awesome. So, yeah, now we, ever since we started dating, we had that one band that we just latched on to. And are like, yeah, we both can listen to this, among quite a few others. But this one, as well as Amigo the Devil. Here's a little bonus thing. Right. <laughs> as to why That's he was put on here. Because uh the yeah, funny thing about that song, when we first listened to it, uh Sh- was playing it on repeat. <laughs> 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 we listened to it ten times in a row. Anyway, back to back to bad religion as uh, and as to choosing the songs on this album, it holds one of the songs on here that I that I hold in the highest regard. It is definitely up in my interchangeable top three songs of uh, by Bad Religion, and yeah, it's a hard list. It is a really hard list because <laughs> one, they got so many songs, and they also have so many good songs. Uh, so difficult. many good albums, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and this was one of them that I chose. Let them eat war. You know, a, a pun on uh, Mary Antoinette's song, uh, infamous quote: "Let them eat cake." <laughs> yeah. So Bad Religion had their take on this one. And yeah, it's got all the melody in there. I love the speed in it. I love the the catchy chorus. I love the little rap thing that they do in the bridge. It just all comes together. It is all, it all fits together like jigsaw puzzle pieces and forms a perfect picture. So that's my best explanation, as I can say, why Let The Meet War is such a good song. You give me more time, a pencil and pen, and allow me to write five drafts, then You'll understand exactly why, <laughs> but but yeah, you know those are my reasons for loving this song. Listen to it and see if you have a reason to love it. Here we go. <laughs> is a wonderful song uh, from a wonderful album otherwise but
1: right agreed
0: but yeah i when i hear that song i just hear all the pieces of bad religions roster uh both musically and lyrically all come together and uh and yeah bad religion does get put under the gun of being like a are they a punk band and <clears throat> short answer is yes they are <laughs> but <laughs> but they give it a uh one of the things they come up with is, like, why do you listen to a band that has words that has that are using words in their lyrics that are more than five syllables long? <laughs> <And> <laughs> why do you, you listen to a band where you need to keep a dictionary on standby just so you know what they're saying? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes, I understand that that's kind of a barrier for people to get through because punk rock is known for its simplicity and by its design and its lyricism. And yeah. That was that was how it was. This is how it is now. Bad religion, for a band that evokes itself for being, you know, progressive, and of course Greg Graffin has a PhD in uh, paleontology. Right. They believe in ev- they believe in evolution. So, <laughs> I mean, you can you can read his book Anarchy Evolution. He compares the punk rock scene to uh, you know biology, pretty much how everything is supposed to evolve. That's just in our nature. So yeah, that's why I, that's what I believe. Bad religion doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks. They just do what they do best, and that's write amazing music. Some of which is uh, catchy, and some of which is a bit more simplistic. Which is a lead into the uh, next song I chose, and and yet yeah, this album does have its fair share of songs that make you that make you need to think. You kind of have to pause and just be like,
2: "What did he mean by that?"
0: But this one you kind of get across. It's the song "God's Love." Which, yeah, it's it's weird that a band called Bad Religion has a song called just blatantly titled that, but it, it is uh, holding up to the, the meaning of their symbol, you know, the cross buster. Right. Yeah. And yeah, it is. Uh, it is critiquing what people mean by by God's by God's love. How it's it was just like used as an excuse if something bad happens. Oh, it was just God's will. He's doing it because he loves this person. They need to teach them a lesson or whatever, you know, just, uh, just kind of analyzing, well, how does that make it an excuse? How does that make it good? How's it solving the problem? And yeah, that's kind of it. That's about what the song (laughs) entails, at least in my opinion. And, but still, it's such a good song and it's, uh, and yeah, they like to, another thing is their music. They like to put in a lot of melodies, give it a lot of atmosphere, a lot of, uh, a lot of weird stuff to pad it around. and But God's love existed on a more simple platitude, just straight chords and aggression. It didn't it didn't have time to stop and breathe. It just wanted to keep the energy flowing. So, so yeah, now you know what to expect. If you haven't heard it yet,
1: you're going to hear it now. Let's do it.
3: All right. Striking at mental apparitions Like a drunk on a vacant street Silently beset by the hands of time and delicate To unrelenting gravity What viruses prop or helpless victims to suck up rapidly Tell me, hey. tell me where is the line?
0: song it was it dealt with the first time I had ever taken uh, mushrooms and uh, yeah the first half of uh, my alleged uh, trip was when I I was listening to a mix of uh, Slayer and Suicidal Tendencies which is not a good idea to do <laughs> that, <laughs> with that uh, but that is a, another story I have another story pertaining to a Slayer song The Seasons in the Abyss and looking at a at a horse that I thought was a deer, but that, that's not the story <laughs> I've read to entail. It, I know. It was weird. Of course it was weird. It was a trip, but but yeah I just decided to abandon the outside, go back inside, switch up the music, and I put on more of a punk rock playlist I had had created and it contained the song God's Love. And yeah, after like going around and circle pits my solo circle pit in the kitchen just drinking beer spilling it everywhere just feeling like i was in a punk show pretty much that song came on and at the very end that fucking blazing guitar solo from brian baker i'm just banging my fists on the counter i'm like banging my head and just going absolutely crazy and i and i just scream out the last lyrics i just go God's love, and i'm met by my uh my friends who are across the on the other side of the room just looking at me wide-eyed <laughs> and I pull out my headphones and go hey how long have you guys been standing there it's <laughs> just like are you okay <laughs> and just looking at me in alarm because we had all been in separate rooms just to try and uh neutralize the uh the feelings while under the under the influence but but yeah it's it's kind of another reason why I chose that specific song because I have a weird attachment to it Awesome. So there you go. <laughs> Maybe in a future episode, I'll play that alleged Slayer song and tell you the other half of that story. Anyway,
1: awesome. Well, we'll move on to another California band. They are from Orange County, California. Back in beginning of October on Punkado Worldwide, I did a episode of Folk Punk, which had bands like you just uh, played on this episode, Amigo the Devil, Larry, Larry and His Flask. And then several other styles of folk punk to include bands like the Mahones, Union Thugs, Matilda Scoundrels, Grass Mud Horse. been playing a bunch of these bands. The Blacks, the Devliners and so on and so forth. So many other great bands. And I came across this particular brand, band, the Bricktop Bloggers. And the Bricktop Blaggers, it's probably Blaggers. I think I said bloggers. It's Blaggers. Bloggers in, implies yeah, some, it some shit <laughs> that, it, that it ain't. It's Bricktop Blaggers, and I came across this recently. Even though this EP came out September 23rd of 2017, I came across it around that time, around October, and I've listened to it. I think it's really great, and I don't play enough folk punk here, even though I can say that about all genres, because we try to play so many different genres. So let's get into a folk punk track, or a Celtic punk, or whatever you want to call it. And we're going to listen to the Bricktop Blaggers with the track On The Mend off of The Fury EP. (laughs) That track, On The Mend, so Bricktop, Blaggers. Again, like Celtic folk punk or, or, or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, it's so, it sounds closely related to uh, Celtic punk.
1: Right? Yeah, but it's it kind of folksy. I think it's a yeah. five-piece band. So, you know, the, their folk or Celtic part, along with, you know, how the the vocals are coming out, uh, is the violin. really? I, I like the, the sound in punk music when you add stuff like violin or saxophone and and so forth. And I think these guys did a great job. They have several other releases. I think they formed as a band back in 2009. And I think the first release might have been around 11. Uh, Two Years Enough, Coaster, The Fury, which is what we're listening to right now, and The Plastic Patty EP. Uh, They have several releases. Go check them out. It's a cool band. Like I said, I just came across them little bit more recently they're from orange county and this is a great track to wrap up a show or an episode with so it's going to wrap up the punk portion of the show for us because we still have some metal to go before we wrap up the show here is last call off of the fury from Bricktop Blaggers. <laughs>
4: Micah, a fandom thought.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Wrapping up the punk portion of the show. Eric, we've got some metal coming. In case you just tuned in somehow, I don't know how that would be possible, but that was Brick Top (laughs) Blackers. Uh, Go check out that EP. It is really good, The Fury, and then go check out their other stuff. They're from Orange County. Let's do some metal. We've already been in Texas once. Let's go to Texas again.
0: Yeah. For those of you who are allegedly just tuning in, which in <laughs> podcast language translates out to it gives you fast forward into all the all our uh, announcements for uh, newest albums, newest releases, and just wanted to get to the music portion. Right. Yeah. I mentioned uh, there's a band. There is a band from Dallas, Texas called Frozen Soul. They are a death metal band who are releasing a new album in January of 2021. It's, yeah. One of the one Of the newest death metal to come out from the new decade called Crypt of Ice, nice, but until then, we have uh, we have an EP of theirs that I listen to a lot called Encased in Ice, and I've given that a, quite a few listens in the past uh, in the past week since I discovered it. And yeah, I had a lot of time to discover this album, it came out in March last year, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Sometimes that's how it goes. We could have played Milk Snake. It came out June 20 or 13th of this year, but we just didn't yeah. come across. We don't come across everything as quickly as it comes up, but we do our best.
0: Yes. But the that be all end all meaning is that we did eventually get to it. Right. And I did eventually get to this one and I did eventually choose a song and I chose the song which is Coven. And yeah, it is your it is your great grimy uh, cavernous uh, feel of what you would get in death metal. It feels like you're going down the uh, the inferno, you know Dante's inferno, and you're just going through the nine levels of hell. That's what this music sounds like to me. And uh, yeah, and which is Coven. They do have like a. It has a little bit of extra. It starts off with the uh, uh, the Goblin song. Uh, yeah, the the name of the group is Goblin, but they composed the lyric to the horror movie Suspiria. And for those of you who haven't seen Suspiria, do. It's an amazing film, one of uh, Dario Argento's best. And he created a – he created this narrative where it's like a, li- a little girl, she gets accepted into a dance school in uh, over in Europe, only to find out that it is just a coven. All these witches bringing the students down and sacrificing them for their uh, <laughs> rituals. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, Witches' Coven, Suspiria. And the actual song, which is coming from Frozen Soul. It's some good stuff.
1: Soul, the track is Witches Coven, good pick there by Eric, band out of Texas there, coming out of Dallas, Texas, again their debut EP comes out next month, let's get into the last track, last track of the show is the band Integrity, they did a cover of a Motorhead track that they released on Halloween of this year, and that track is Cradle to the Grave, We've played them before. Erica has picked them before. I've picked them before. I'm gonna pick them again. Uh band from Cleveland. And that Motorhead track was a, a 1987 original. Anyway, that's when it first came out for Motorhead on their album Rock and Roll. Let's get into this final track of Cradle to the Grave. <laughs> the show with some metal that was integrity doing a cover there of motorheads cradle to the grave eric what'd you think
0: oh boy i love motorhead i love integrity so naturally i love this <laughs>
1: <laughs> excellent it's great stuff that wraps up the show as we do with our metal picks this has been episode 190 you can find the show on itunes spotify stitcher youtube music amazon music Player FM and SLCpunkcast.com you found us somewhere so you can find us all those other places too on Instagram you can find the bands at amigo the devil at illicit nature official at mafia lompia at Lonely Bones HC at milk snake underscore bloody punk rock at no effects at bad religion band at bricktop blaggers at Frozen Soul TX at integrity official and the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you?
0: Okay, let's see if I can get through this uh bumper free. <laughs> I am on Instagram, scary uncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. Also on Facebook at anonymous band slc. And we have a bandcamp, anonymous slc.bandcamp.com. Yes. There we go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Great job. On Facebook, you can find the bands at Amigo the Devil, at Alyssa Nature Official, at Lonely Bones HC, at Milk Snake Band, at NoFX, at Bad Religion, at Bricktop Blaggers, at Frozen Soul TX. Integrity has a page. The show is at SLC Punkcast. That is it. Eric, any final thoughts?
2: Uh, well, well, this
0: was a good episode as they <laughs> all good, are yeah as they all are this was a good i will say holiday themed episode while we do have some uh you know outside of the holiday themed tracks but then there were the uh songs that pertained as a gift to my my so and uh and also the fact that integrity is covering a motorhead song need we forget lemmy was born on christmas eve so excellent yeah. Think about that <laughs> right <laughs> So, yeah, as kind of unintentional as it was, this is kind of the most Christmas-themed episode. Um, But only within the confines of our uh, our presentation is it Christmas-themed.
1: Well, we have a Christmas present for you on the next episode, 191. We're going to be doing an interview with Ginny. She's the author of the book Loose Gravel, the novel Loose Gravel. Eric has read it. We're going to talk to her about that novel, our first, second, our first novel review, but second book review. Right. (laughs) So you'll hear more about it there. That's on 191. That is it for 190.
3: Chris? Play the fucking outro.